Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Drunk women Drunk women. Drunk women What's the matter, Katie? You didn't get the jumpsuit memo? <laughs> Katie's turned up in her best jumper. I, I do consider this quite a fancy jumper, I'll have you know. <laughs> nice. I'm sure you have the most comfortable vagina right now. Two as well, people so. like my jumper. That is, yeah, I do have a more comfy vagina than you. You do. So, this uh, this yeah, jumpsuit was certainly made for a shorter woman. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I sort of move a bit like that, it's uh, it's not crabs, I don't, I don't think. It's. Uh, <laughs> It's jumpsuit fatigue. Um, <laughs> but welcome, everybody. Um, are you having a good night? Yeah. Now, give me a cheer if you listen to the podcast. Yeah. And give us a cheer if you're new to us. Yeah. Oh, welcome. Oh, some of you cheered twice. <laughs> Who are we to believe? <laughs> Hi. Well, thank you uh, for being with us. Uh, for those of you that know us, we are Drunk Women Solving Crime. For those of you who don't, we're going to talk about a serial killer for the next hour. So uh, <laughs> the doors are locked, aren't they? Good. Just okay. a bit of comedy. Who's having a drink tonight? Yay! Who is it? That's oh, right. Yeah. That's also cool. Yeah. 
We're and a very fact, inclusive we podcast. We need some tips from you. No. <laughs> <laughs> we need them fast. We, we don't need them yet. We're going <laughs> to crash and burn first. I am presenting this, uh, this episode, so um, thank you very much. This is Hannah George. I'm Taylor Glenn, and this is Katie Wilkins. Detective Sasshole reporting for duty. <laughs> <laughs> Katie is making for uh, for 2021. She is becoming more sassy. Oh yeah, you'll see a little bit of that, I think, tonight. Um, oh yeah. So this is how we intro the show. <laughs> Sorry, so sassy. I spoke straight over her. So, <laughs> I am I am being bullied by my six-year-old. I've got a, a little way to go. <laughs> Just so you know, I'm not her six-year-old. <laughs> That's not, I'm a bit excitable, but that's not what she meant. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Drunk Women Solving Crime. This is where a glass of port meets contempt of court. Ooh. It's where a Moscow mule meets objection over rules. And it's where vermouth meets the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me God! It's a true crime podcast with a twist. So weird for the rest of you. Uh, <laughs> um, but ladies and gentlemen, what we do on this podcast is we have a guest um, every single week. So please put your hands together for the brilliant Grace Campbell. Yay! Grace Campbell. Grace. Welcome. Hey there. How are you doing? Brilliant. Would you like a top up? Thank you. <laughs> you guys all right? Cool. We ask one question on this podcast, and that is, have you ever been the victim of a crime? It's very confu- that is a very confusing question, because when I first heard that question, I was like, thinking of all the th- crimes I've committed. <laughs> and then I really struggled to think about things that have happened to me um, <laughs> versus what I've done. But obviously, I can't like, talk about what I've done on this podcast. <laughs> Because my life's actually pretty cool right now. Okay, so once I had sex. Thank you. Um, (laughs) That's pretty shocking. Yeah, that's a fucking crime in itself. Um, No, I did not come. Um, (laughs) That's the other crime. Yeah, that that should be the crime. You you didn't come where? (laughs) And what happened, Jeb? It was like... (laughs) I'm already drunk, okay? Okay, it's a Friday night. Um, so I was living in Paris, and I met this guy, and like, we went back to his house, and thank God we went, didn't go back to my house. Um, and we had sex, didn't make me come. Um, <laughs> then I woke up in the morning, and I was like, I need to get out of here. Like, his house was jarring me. And he had, like, no furniture but bare trainers. Like, he just had trainers everywhere. <laughs> But he didn't have, like, furniture. He obviously spent all his money on, like, really nice shoes. So I was, like, really just unsettled by the whole thing. Anyway, so I left, and I was, like, in the Le Bon Lieu, if you know what that means, if you're from France. Um, I was in the suburbs. In. Yeah, I was like, in the I suburbs. the good year. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, unless you had sex in a swimming pool, that's the only French I know. Like, yeah. <laughs> Le piscine. <laughs> Everyone knows that, right? Le piscine. Sorry, but trainer Sex guy. in water is very underrated anyway. Um, overrated, sorry. So That's leaving... a crime in itself. Um, you're leaving the trainer guy's so I was house. Leaving, and I was leaving this house, and then I got to the train station, and I realised he'd robbed me. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. He had stolen 50 euros from my purse wow. while I was asleep. Wow. Yeah. 
I know. Wow. Don't worry, guys. I'm really cool. Uh, don't worry. I've lived to tell the tale and made a huge stand-up about it. But then I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck? And I didn't have his number or anything. And I was at university in Paris at the time. And I was like, not only did I not even get a fucking orgasm out of it, like, if anything, I could have, like, paid 50 euros for, like, a good fuck. <laughs> But it was like an average fuck and he got 50 euros. Yeah, you're 50 euros down with no yeah. orgasm. And I was there on a student loan, so... And then word got out of my university. I was at this university, the weird university in Paris. And the word got out what happened. I, like, owned it because, like, that's what... When I was at school, yeah, I got a wart on my nose, okay? And this is how popular I, I was at school. I got a wart on my nose. Nobody commented on it. <laughs> like, no one was like, oh, Grace, what's that on your nose? I was like, yeah, and what? Were you popular so, or terrifying? <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. But then I called it my Rice crispy, and then everyone would be like, I want a Rice crispy." That's how fucking cool I was. So at university, I got robbed by this guy, and I was like, yeah, how sick is this? Like, this happened to me. That's how sick I am. Like, I twisted the whole thing. Yeah. And then also, hot tip, don't have sex with the trainers guy because you won't come. Yeah. <laughs> don't really have sex with many men because you won't come. What? <laughs> trainers do you think he bought with your money? <laughs> well, with 50 euros, the, the trainers he had, and like, I don't see myself as a huge trainer buff, but I know what expensive trainers are. 50 euros, he would have got That nothing. A pair of Birkenstocks. It wouldn't get you much, would it? No. No. Hmm. So well, that's the crime that uh, I was a victim of. <laughs> I didn't even know I was going to say that, by the way. Like, I was coming on and I was like, I'll talk about getting ghosted. And then that just came into my head. <laughs> my friend was like, it's quite dark. It's fine. <laughs> we do ask on this podcast as well, because we like to give people closure. Uh, and we do always ask, what would you say to that guy now? If that guy was in this room, he, I mean, he yeah. could be. We don't he know. Let's be. check everyone's trainers. <laughs> no one on the front row, sorry. <laughs> um, no. What would you say, say to him now for stealing from you after stealing an orgasm as well? I would just say, voulez-vous coucher avec moi again? <laughs> Fair Is that all it takes? Listen, oh, honey, I just like a dick in my vagina. Who cares if I'm coming? <laughs> <laughs> for sharing thank that you. with us Grace um, <laughs> so I promised you, I promised you a serial killer so we're going to segue straight into a um, and that's Grace yeah. <laughs> she was known as the wart <laughs> she would dazzle her prey with a twitch of her nose <laughs> Shall we go to Versailles? I can keep going. <laughs> so basically what happens now is I have all the details of a true crime case. These guys know nothing um, about it. In general. Yeah. In general. Um, so I thought because we're in London, we would do a crime from London. Um, so cast your minds back yeah. to 1876. Oh, what oh, a year. Yeah. Great summer. <laughs> <laughs> When we meet one of the worst criminals we've ever discussed on this podcast, actually. Um, but this guy's name, this guy is called Dr. Cream. Dr. Cream? Did he call himself that? That was his <laughs> birth that his name. He made women come. He did not. He did not, unfortunately. He would have stolen 50 euros from you. <laughs> How many shoes did he have? <laughs> 
but that, yeah, that is his name. That's his official name. Was um, he born Dr. Cream? He, well, or did he have to go to school? <laughs> yeah, he went to school. Cream school. <laughs> Cream medical school. Or was he just a rapper? <laughs> did he just say doctor? <laughs> um, he, was, he was a serial killer. He is our serial killer um, for the evening. So he was born in Glasgow in 1850 and moved to Quebec as a child and by 1876 was living in London and studying to be a doctor. Now, when he became a doctor, what do you think his thesis was in? I'll give you a clue. Like, it's huge red flags in terms of being a serial killer. Oh, dismemberment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till I get to page nine. How many organs can you remove before someone dies? Okay. That's close to dismemberment, really. A little bit. Great. Well, I was just going to say the cream, so like baking or something. something <laughs> culinary. Something culinary. Okay. Guys, I will tell you, it was chloroform. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, big, big red flags. What is that, sorry? Uh, do, do you not chloroform? No, sorry. I don't know what it is. <laughs> It's Listen, I went to state school and I let, do not read, so. <laughs> so <laughs> what is chloroform? It, it's basically a chemical that will make somebody unconscious, so it's sort of like... Ah. Yeah, like you'll see it in films, they put time, it on a rag right? and then they hold it over your mouth when they're yeah. kidnapping you. Yeah. In the films. Oh, I thought that was just the rag that made them <laughs> lose their breath. <laughs> <laughs> just like a really stinky one. I'm just like, oh! No, I thought it was just the suffocation. Like. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boy, she has a bad lung capacity. So quickly, is chloroform linked to chlorine? Actually, I mean, no, we're getting into Did chemistry. Did somebody say yes? Oh, Thank is it? Yes. Dr. Cream's here. <laughs> and they don't drink. <laughs> Same person. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so Cream goes back to Quebec after medical school and gets a local woman, Flora Brooks, pregnant. Now, um, oh. yeah, this, uh, Cream performs an illegal abortion on her um, and she nearly dies. Well, How, with her consent, I suppose we don't know. We don't know. This is the thing. Yeah, this is, this is the problem. But he's, he's got form. I really, so I, <laughs> we have a photographer here tonight and I really hope he got me making that face. Like, oh. <laughs> oh. However, when her father, Flora's father, finds out about this, what do you think he does? What does his father do? What would a father do in that situation? Well, in 18... In 1876. In Quebec. Okay. From the audience, man, we've got... Are you from Quebec? We've got moose moose hunting. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Any advance? Canadian way. We pick ourselves up. Any thoughts uh, on moose hunting? Is it? Yeah, I wanna, I mean, I wonder if he sort of shuns her okay. rather than being sympathetic to this horrific thing that's happened. And oh, it's yeah, sort of like, you had yeah. sex? So he casts her out, you think? Possibly. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was big taboo then. Yeah, well, yeah. exactly. And what he does is he makes Cream marry his daughter. Oh, he does, uh, he does so well that done. That's for his father. Mr. Quebec, look at him. <laughs> um... <laughs> Okay, so we have a forced marriage. Yeah, but this is the uh, the kicker: is that he stands, the father stands at the altar, pointing a gun at Cream. Oh um, wow! So I'm thinking of like that maybe... is legit what my dad's gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> the dad isn't even the serial killer, and he's the one pointing the gun at this point. Yeah, this exactly. Is That's where Cream develops whatever's gonna come. Yeah. <laughs> See what I did there. See what I did. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't even know what chloroform was. 
shotgun wedding. Hey, come on. No, but that's literally, yeah. Is that where that came from? Yeah. No, is it? <laughs> Imagine if it is. Yeah, I well, think I mean, that's it, actually mad. I think it is. So they, they do get married, but within a year, Flora was dead. Um, supposedly of consumption. Uh, okay. Mm. What's consumption? Joking. Cons- <laughs> 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 um, but cream. Well, consumption has another name. What do TV. we be? Yeah. I thought it was just eating. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's called that because it's like your body consumes itself. You just ah. get sick and small and like... <laughs> so I like sloth and seven. Yeah. Welcome to your Friday night, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> consumption. Yeah. But it's um, also, if you were being poisoned, that's what it would look like too. But I'm just putting that out there now. Yeah, so the suspicion is that he was... Yeah, exactly. At the time, there was no evidence to prosecute him. Consu- consumed by murder. Yes, exactly. And a year later, Kate Gardner, uh, who was allegedly having an affair with Cream, was found dead behind his office, pregnant and poisoned by chloroform. Again, this sounds like Cream. So Cream claimed that, he had been made pre- <laughs> that she had been made pregnant by a prominent local businessman um, and he tried to blackmail that businessman. Now the thing about Cream is he doesn't just murder people, he would just go straight into blackmailing them as well. Um, And often like really, really cack-handedly. So that didn't work. He fled to the the US where he continued to offer illegal abortions and poison women, specifically sex workers. Um, So there were at least three deaths of sex workers linked to Cream in Chicago. But there was never enough evidence to prosecute him. So when he finally got his comeuppance, when he killed someone else now who do you think was the person what kind of person was it that he killed that meant he went to court oh so he finally gets arrested a man (laughs) the the audience saying a man okay it's all a posh person a police officer a police officer Hmm. politician a politician okay yeah Mm-hmm. I think it's so it's, all some, of it's those. somebody important, which would be a man or a politician or a police officer. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? It was a man. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, wow. yeah of course it was. Of course it was. Um, it was Daniel Stott, who was the husband of Cream's latest mistress, oh. and he died of strychnine poisoning. Uh-huh. What's that? It's just one of the poisons. Uh, it's a very strict poison, <laughs> like Novichok. It's like it's not messing around. Yeah, kind of. It has to be consumed, I think, with strychnine, doesn't it? I love, like, also we have quite a lot of nerds that listen to us. Thank you. <laughs> like, just strychnine, it needs to be consumed, right? It needs to go in through the stomach. So, um, basically, Cream supplied him with these pills, which he said were for epilepsy. But they weren't. They were strychnine. So, basically, they put the death down to natural causes. But Cream was, like I say, obsessed with blackmailing. He tried to blackmail the pharmacist who supplied the strychnine. But hang on. Does this guy know, does Stott know that his wife has been a mistress to this doctor. No. Oh, okay. See, I thought he was aware of this, and this was part of the suspicion. Then he's like, by the way, could you treat my... uh..." That's why I was confused. I was (laughs) like, why is he going to him for treatment? No, he doesn't know. He has no idea. So, like... Was he actually a legit doctor? He was. Do you know what? He was. He was. Yeah. He, okay. did, he was a doctor, but also a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. You really can have it all. <laughs> <laughs> Just have to work hard, keep your head down. No, you keep get a man who sharpened. can do both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically, Julia Stott, who was the wife of the murdered man, she planned the murder with Cream because she wanted to get rid oh, of him. Oh, she's still alive. I am great at paying attention. If you listen. <laughs> yeah, she is alive, and they, they kill off the husband to try and sort of oh. run off happily oh, so together. Oh, so she in on it? She's She's in on it. But what do you think she does? When the husband's dead. 
She, well, I'll tell you what she does. She um, turns the state's evidence. Does anyone oh. know what that means? So she goes to prosecute the cream. <laughs> Can we call him something else genuinely? Can we just... Anything I mean, is better. Make, yeah, it does make you think, like, don't go into, like, being a doctor if your surname is cream, like... But I don't... This is, this is just for the American listeners. Um, there's a product called Mr. Clean in the U.S., and I just keep going, Mr. Cream, in my head. <laughs> Doesn't matter that you didn't get it. They will. <laughs> it's not just about you. <laughs> That's what a podcast is. <laughs> Basically, it means that she... <laughs> It means that she avoids jail by jobbing cream in. So she says it was this guy. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So she does that. But do you think cream actually goes to jail for it at this point? And if so, how long? Well, it's only a chick's word against his. Yep. So that's in his favor. And he's a doctor. Yep. And he's got a huge mustache. He's got a lot of authority. He's just going to go, no, this is just some... No, he was like, I'm going London. See ya. <laughs> He's actually going to Delston <laughs> with my big moustache. <laughs> I'm hip. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to drink out of a jam jar. <laughs> Kill people for my penny farthing. <laughs> so I think he does, because didn't you ask what was his comeuppance? Did we get to his well, comeuppance Well, no, but this yet? is his first court scene. This doesn't forced, mean he goes forced. down. <laughs> forced... His forced wedding has Look, ended I went to brunch at 12.45 <laughs> today. I, I've been having the beverages since then. Well, guys, I'm here to tell you, he was sentenced to life imprisonment. Whoa! Oh, yeah, baby. Um, and that's the last anyone ever heard of Dr. Green. What? So <laughs> a hot slut beat a guy with a moustache? Amazing. <laughs> Sassy Katie. Um, guys, of course, that's not true. We've still got at least half an hour to go. Of course, Cream didn't just disappear. Oh, good. I was but so disappointed in the justice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Taylor. But did he go prison? <laughs> he did go... <laughs> he did go prison. Uh-huh. Um, For how long? How long? That is a good question, Grace Campbell. Yes, um, thank Mr. You. Cream. So, <laughs> <laughs> when he's in prison, he rants and raves about how much he hates women and that he'll have his revenge if he ever gets out. It's the first incel. Holy he was the shit. original incel. Wow. Obsessed. Obsessed. Oh, damn. Wow. Incels cream get my pants. educated at the Cream Institute of. <laughs> Bitterness. Oh, no. And misogyny. Well, exactly. I mean, so people like... So he's in prison, ranting and raving about how much he hates women. Of course he hates the woman that's put him in prison, but he is like... I mean, he's already killed quite a few women. So so people put this down to something medical. I mean, I put it down to misogyny, obviously, but... Wait, they put put him hating women down to what? Yeah, to something... Yeah, some Ah, medical thing he has. Really? Yeah. Because men can get away with anything if you're just like, oh, I think he had, like, a cold. (laughs) Um, But he had something more serious, and we know he had this, but it does not excuse it. That is so interesting. But it's something that in 18-whatever, they linked to misogyny. Small dick. <laughs> He's got a medical Maybe. condition that makes him hate. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> cheering that. There's nothing to do with the show. That woman just shouts that. She'll just be like, "It's, it's actually really sad that you laughed at that because that is a medical condition." <laughs> we don't dick shame. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so we've got small dick anything else can we think of that's medical no they would have said it was like some kind of mental illness to be like as an excuse it's like when people when men are so trash they're like oh I'm depressed 
Yeah. Okay, so men- a mental oh, illness, but it's um, something that caused um, uh, an- syphilis. 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 Did he get dropped on his head? He had such a big, like, um, top hat, like, in all the pictures I've seen of him. I think he'd be I, fine. I, maybe they said he had an overbearing mother. Overbearing and they mother. Still blame it on women. Let's blame it on some women. Yes, please. Yeah. Gay. I, I think. Gay. I think syphilis is an interesting guess. Okay. It could have been, yeah, like an, an STI that. <gasps> well, ding, ding, had ding, ding, ding. ding. Yes, it was. Congratulations, oh, ladies. Nice. Congratulations okay. to me <laughs> for listening to you. <laughs> And that's how I got my university degree. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I say, like uh, he doesn't stay in jail for the rest of his life, despite the fact he was uh, sentenced. What? Because he had syphilis? No, it wasn't that. And I'm going to ask you. I love that he's got. Let him out. He's I'm got confused. Syphilis. Wait, why was an STD an excuse? I'm so confused. Sorry. It's only because syphilis. I think it like kind of drives. It can also have problems. It can drive you a bit crazy. I think syphilis. It does. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Very authoritative there, Taylor. Okay. Okay. Let it all out, Taylor. Let it all out. I I wasn't even aware that I went into like a Principal Skinner out the window moment. They're like, it does. Is syphilis still a thing now? Just random curiosity. Yes, but it's easily treated because it's bacterial. Ah. (laughs) Don't. For the podcast listeners, Taylor has just stared straight ahead again. Okay. Don't shoot the messenger or something. It's great that we've gone on to STDs. (laughs) Do you call them STDs? Because I thought you called them the STRs. Oh, maybe we do. Have you Americanized (laughs) even on your sexually transmitted diseases? Guys, you got to (laughs) stop. Hold on to your identities. (laughs) First at Starburst. (laughs) Then comes the STDs. I watch a lot of American TV. Is there a link between syphilis affecting your brain? For real? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Legit. Okay, because yeah. yeah. I heard. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. It would. It makes sense now. What did you hear, Grace? Come on. <laughs> I heard that like chlamydia is the syphilis of today. Okay, is what I was told. Because like back in the day, yeah, in the Victorian times, like everyone has syphilis. Now everyone has chlamydia. Yeah. Okay. And in HPV terms of yeah. and stuff. Okay. Does anyone have anything? to <laughs> Raise add? your hand if you have chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> next pandemic will be STDs. <laughs> yeah. This lady is like going, I don't, I don't, I don't. There's like, I, yeah. I feel like, like you do. Loads of couples. What's that? He wants you work some health. No, we need to make sure we're giving out good things and maybe the advice is not chlamydia is the syphilis of the 21st century. <gasps> but um, Yeah, why are you protesting? What is that Shakespeare quote? Me think she does protest the STD too much. <laughs> <laughs> Chlamydia is not syphilis. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. No, you're, it's important to point these things out. We've, we've got good scientists in our audience. We have. If at any point and we say... thank God for that. If at any point we just seem because like four drunk a, women. It takes a scientist to know that chlamydia isn't syphilis. <laughs> I told you I went to state school, sorry. And I was a fucking massive slut. So. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> And I'm still here, so yeah. But wear condoms though, still wear them. Yeah, condoms are super cool. If if we if, if we spread nothing else tonight, <laughs> let's spread safe sex. Because yeah. <laughs> otherwise, you become like Dr. Creams. 
<laughs> Those are the two options. Did he actually have syphilis? Oh my God, we're still fucking talking about this. Yeah, no, he did. He had, <laughs> he had the chlamydia of his day. Sorry. No, he had <laughs> syphilis. He did have syphilis. Wink, wink. Drunk women sold in Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. So basically, yeah, no, Cream gets out. He's in jail for 10 years, so he's there for a decade stewing on oh, what okay. cunt is. Oh, no. And <laughs> so, like, well, how do you think he gets out? How do you think this man gets out of prison? Because Shawshank. there was a life... Sorry. <laughs> Shawshank. <laughs> okay, we got Shawshank. Who would the poster be of, like, Queen Victoria? <laughs> Showing some ankles. <laughs> I um, think he offers some free doctor healthcare to someone. Yeah. He's like, listen, buddy, I know how to get rid of your genital warts. Okay. Yeah, he can barter everybody. He's oh, got yeah. skills. This is quite Shawshank, actually. It's yeah. like, he doesn't even need to sell cigarettes. He can just yeah. like diagnose everyone. Yeah, Taylor, he can mis- you- misdiagnose. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that there's a juicy escape story. That's all I know. Oh, I am sorry. No, they what? just let him out. It's white male privilege. It's uh, um, well, what happened? So cheering, but <laughs> yeah. sad. Yeah. Sad cheering. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that his father dies, um, leaving him a small fortune, and his brother allegedly bribed the authorities to get Cream out. Um, and yeah, ten years later, he's back on the streets, and that's when he comes to London. Wait. So his I'm father just... died, and he's in Canada still. <laughs> yeah. And his brother's in Canada, and they're able to... Yeah, he's in an American jail. He's in an American jail, but his, family, but his family attention. are Canadian. <laughs> yeah. His family are Canadian, yeah. and they're bribing... Yeah an American prison yeah. to let somebody out yeah. because he's got money to spend. <laughs> Essentially, yeah, and he gets okay. out and he comes to London. He ends up in Lambeth, which at the time was riddled with poverty, crime and prostitution. I don't know and what it's syphilis. like now. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'll tell you that for free. Yeah, thanks to him. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so this is where Kareem, I don't know any true crime aficionados uh, amongst you, this is where he gets the name The Lambeth Poisoner. Oh. Don't know if you've ever heard of That's him. mad. I literally met him the other day. <laughs> <laughs> That's mad. <laughs> um, so, but, okay. okay. Is it a pub now? That'd be such a great pub name. Yeah, it would. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we meet at the Poisoner? <laughs> 
So some people, I mean, let's all say it together, guys. Some people think this guy could have been... <laughs> think this guy could have been another serial killer. Who was it? Jack the Ripper. Yes, Jack the okay. Ripper. This, this was the Oh, thing. wait, people think that they were one person. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 exactly. They think the Lambeth Poisoner was also Jack the Ripper. Oh, wow. Oh. Everyone just wants to I feel like everyone it. likes to just, like, put it all on Jack. Yeah. <laughs> It's true, it's true. It's a bit of a scapegoat situation. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but also, anyone, they were always trying to juice up their cases, weren't they? By like trying to get media attention, go, it could be Jack the Ripper. Just yeah. so that like, then they Classic. get more attention. Classic, right-wing media. Up, though, if he was in prison for 10 years around the late 1800s how could he be jack the ripper well herein lies the problem is i'm that asking the big question <laughs> yes and you've been drinking since breakfast so that's yeah very impressive <laughs> um, i ate a lot of food too so i'm <laughs> fine Jack the Ripper um, was active between 1888 and 1889. Active. Uh, active, yeah, I don't know why I said active. He was, was that, He was in movies. That was when yeah. he was acting. Yeah, <laughs> just on the cross. His IMDb page. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had Very a Fitbit. He was in the Spice Girls. But those were the years that Cream was in prison in America. Some people, like some ripperologists, will say that there oh was... Oh, my God. Ripperologist is a thing. It is a thing. Sorry, in... continue. <laughs> I think in Australia it's a different thing. I'm a ripperologist. Just having a <laughs> great time. Um, so, <laughs> do uh, more. Do more. I love it. <laughs> I love your Australian accent. Uh, <laughs> Come on. Uh, can you see me going? I probably do won't. It, um, it, so, <laughs> oh, come on. All right. Right, so. Look at no. me. Look at me, please. Look at me. Uh, <laughs> it's over. O-V-A-H, over. The point is. I didn't think we'd be quoting Catherine Kim in the middle of this story. But the point is. That, um, yeah, some people claim there was a double of him in prison. Like in America, there's this other mustachioed guy in the top hat oh, ranting no. about hating the him. Monopoly Man. Oh, that's exactly. oh my god! Oh my god! It all makes sense. It's Mr. Moneybags. Uh. That's why he wants to blackmail people because he's obsessed with money. Like the blackmail thing. Anyway, I will continue. do not pass go. <laughs> On 13th of October, 1891, no, 18, (laughs) this guy is old, 1891, Nellie Donworth, a 19-year-old sex worker, accepted a drink from cream. She was severely ill the next day and died three days later from strychnine poisoning. Was this in Lambeth? This was in Lambeth, that's right, yeah. So Cream wrote to the coroner, offering the name of the murderer in return for a £300,000 reward. Shut up. At that time in the, in the world, £300,000, yeah. are you joking? You could have bought the whole country. <laughs> Literally, you could have bought my house that I live in now for £5 then. <laughs> but I mean, the, the thing is, if he was like, he was saying, I'll give you the murderer, but of course he's not going to say, oh, it's me, it's Dr. Cream. So he had to um, have someone to accuse. So he wrote a letter attempting to blackmail someone um, whose name Ooh. pretty much everyone in this room will have heard of. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, wow. So Simon I'll... Cowell? <laughs> <laughs> or who do you guys like? Well, I didn't hit... Harry, Harry Styles. Styles. He wasn't born yet. Do you know what? I'm, <laughs> I kind of still like him. <laughs> Tommy Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> We've all heard his name. <laughs> oh, my God. Prince Philip is like 
could be. Um, you've all heard his name, and I'll give you a hint. He ran a market stall. So one of those guys that was a... Mar- uh, okay, we've got Marks and Spencer. He ran a market store. Marks and Spencer. Wait, was he actually a, a thing? Is it a I, real person? I, I think Marks and Doyle. Spencer are two people, right? Selfridges. <gasps> Mr. Selfridge. Mr. Alan Sel- Sugar. Alan uh, Sugar. <laughs> he ran a store. What kind of store? He ran, okay, I'll give you an extra clue, a book store. Oh, Shakespeare. Oh, W.H. Smith. W.H. Smith. Yes. Oh. William you- Henry Smith. I don't think that's what it is. Hey, guess what? Wilhelm. Yes? I read a thing that Hermione. the real Shakespeare, when he died, there were no books in his house. And maybe he wasn't the real Shakespeare. Maybe it was a writing team. <laughs> anyway, continue. Sassy. <laughs> so, wait, it was actually W.F.D. Smith, who was the owner of W.H. Smith, and his dad's... Oh, it has a better ring, W.F.D. <laughs> WD forty W W W yeah that works well. <laughs> WKD Smith. <laughs> so books of the nineties. <laughs> so yeah, about a week later, um, so this doesn't work. This doesn't Wait, sorry, he said it was W H Smith. Yeah, who did but the murder. Wasn't. Shut up. He tried to blackmail. He him. tried to say it was him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> No drama, right? Man. Yeah. I Why g- him? As Why if, like, be- such a small world. <laughs> but also, W.H. Smith is a market still, though, like, right? That's so random that it had to be him, like, of anyone. Like, and he's still got shops today. That's crazy. <laughs> Sorry, that spun my mind a lot. <laughs> that has really spun my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... About a week later, Cream killed another woman by poisoning, and this time he sent a letter blackmailing a prominent physician uh, called Dr... Wait, so what happened with that, though? Well, it didn't... <laughs> essentially, it didn't work. I mean, the, the, the... But he's not in trouble. It just didn't work. No, Cream's not in trouble. He sends these letters. He sends letters to the police. And just no one responds. No, yeah, and people are kind of, like, not interested. And also, I think, um, if you're blackmailing someone, I think if the person goes, well, fuck you, then, like, it doesn't work. I don't know a lot about blackmail. Okay. Um, He's but, got no leverage. Yeah, so far, no one is going for these fucking crazy letters this guy is okay, sending. Okay, okay, cool. But what, what paper are you writing them on? <laughs> Asks the W.H. Smith man. It was paper. <laughs> <laughs> um, was W.H. Smith storing, like, newspaper, like heat and stuff at that time? <laughs> yeah. oh, what, like, heat like, magazine? As in, like, was W.H. Smith, were they selling the tabloids? I don't know. I think it was books, I th- oh. think, at the time. On a market. Yeah, yeah, oh. exactly. I don't know why he chose this guy. It's kind of, it's his... His sort of decisions it's are so odd. It's because he knew he was going to be massive. <laughs> it's like me and Dua Lipa. <laughs> I literally was not nice to her at school. <laughs> that was a crime. It was a, it was a crime. Yeah, so it basically he starts blackmailing a prominent physician called Dr. William Broadbent. No relation, I did check. Accusing him of the murder and demanding cash. Now, what do you think Broadbent does with this letter? We don't know what WFD Smith did, but what do you Broadbent does something with the letter? Oh, paper airplane, very nice. Nice. He's, he's, do you know what? Broadbent's a bit of fun. That's how he delivers your test results. I, 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 my guess is he takes it to the police to say, "Hey, look, someone's trying to blackmail me." Okay, police. I was just thinking, wouldn't it be great if they had been making paper? Airplanes, like way before they invented airplanes, <laughs> <laughs> and and the and the Wright brothers were just like, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> if they 
if it isn't paper. <laughs> what was the question, Hannah? Yeah, what would you he, call what it? What does he do with the letter? Yeah. He wishes. They burns it. We got burns it. Oh. They had hot air balloons. Sorry, it doesn't happen. <laughs> That's actually sa Katie's safe word, so we've got to get her out of there. <laughs> I say hi, Evelyn. <laughs> that means I need a wee. <laughs> Grace, what do you think Dr. Broadbent does with this letter? I don't know. I was going to say he rolled a spliff, but... <laughs> okay. He's a doctor. And then that's how we know about it, because they found drugs on the letter. No, obviously it's going to be something like he did something to, to, to make this story twist. <laughs> I guess, does no. he just he call, He police? causes a twist. Do you know what? He gives yeah. it to the authorities. He goes he up to a lawyer. He, he goes straight to Scotland Yard and he says, look, you know, I've got this letter and it's, I think it's from the Lambeth Poisoner. Um, but in the time it sort of takes the police to find Cream, um, they... Uh, what, Does cream he sign it Dr. Cream? <laughs> no, Katie! <laughs> I, I know he's all bad right, at blackmail. All right. Aww, he signs it the Lambeth Poisoner. Look, some of my questions are to help other people join the dots. <laughs> She's They're doing it for me. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I'm doing yeah, yay! Most of our audience don't know what's going on. <laughs> We're doing really well. <laughs> so basically, I always like to think of the audience members here, and there's I'm sure there's a couple dozen or so who have never heard the podcast, and they saw the poster, and they're like, "That looks like a fun murder mystery." Like you just expected something like highbrow and well thought through. And <laughs> they're just elbowing like, "What the fuck they is this?" They didn't expect anything highbrow. People listen to this. How on dare purpose? you? <laughs> um, so basically and talk to me after the show because I want to hear you know where you're from and what you do and stuff audience member just you said know. you're doing really well we which makes me think we're listeners. not do you know what that's what people yeah. say when it's going real bad <laughs> you're doing amazing sweetie imagine look have you not even seen that episode of Bluey where no. <laughs> the mom is like really sad also, I, I should point out, I recognised the voice. I know who that was. So, <laughs> thank you very Aww. much. I was just Guys, thinking, like, never say that in bed. Like, you're doing really well. <laughs> no, literally, the worst thing you can ever say is when someone's going down on you. I learned this, like, a few weeks ago. <laughs> and I just, like, patted his head and I was like, bless you. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's not... It's not sexy. No, but it was cute that he was trying. It was so <laughs> cute. I was like, bless you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Annette. Yeah. And he was a priest, so it just kind of worked. <laughs> and he has hay fever. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, sometimes that gets things going. So a, 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 lot, a lot of women have been killed and... Basically, what do you, okay, let's go back to the letters that everybody seems so confused so about. So, Scotland Yard. Yeah, Scotland Yard have got a letter, have got the letters, they've got a few of the letters that Cream has been. <laughs> what do you think it is about these letters that gives him away? It's not his signature, sorry. Does he <laughs> have terrible handwriting? Handwriting? Okay, terrible handwriting. Well, he's a doctor and they all it do, so. It would be so. funny if it was his signature. <laughs> if it was his signature. He just forgot. I was, oh, shit, I posted <laughs> that one. 
Was he just spelling his name backwards? Like, make. <laughs> Did they have make. fingerprints? I can't fingerprints? What year the fingerprints no, not came yet. in? Oh, you, can you remember what year they came in? Yeah, I did a case 19, about that. I know you did. Was it I don't 19 remember the something? exact year, but it's not. Just shut up. <laughs> Grace, can you think about anything about these letters that would give that them away? That gives it away. So what were the letters? Does he have his... <laughs> okay, we're going to crack <laughs> on. So. Does he have his address? Is it like he has his own stationery and he forgets? Well, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, right. He Was Was that just a little bit of cream <laughs> on yeah. the paper? Yeah, yeah. Instead of a wax seal. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> uh, he was accusing people of murders, but the thing is that the, at the time, the deaths weren't actually being recorded as oh, murders. God. Oh. Yeah, if you see what I mean. Oh, so he who smelt it, dealt it. Yeah, well, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So he was like... First rule of murdering, guys. <laughs> So Cream starts to become even more unstuck when he meets a policeman from New York uh, who was visiting London. The policeman had heard of the Lambeth poisoner. Everyone had heard of him. And he mentioned him to Cream. And like, so what do you think Cream did in that moment? It becomes his undoing. He details everything. He says he's a cool guy. He's a cool, I'm just a cool guy. He's like team poisoner. Any advance? Well, I I think he knows stuff that reveals he knows more than he should. Okay. Oh, she was asking for it. We've got an insanity on it. Vibe kill. He shows his misogyny. (laughs) From Um, the people who brought you a small penis. It's it's the same person. Can I just say, like, maybe he just got a bit drunk and said a bit too much. Okay, okay. Mm. Well, To play devil's advocate, you know. (laughs) I'm joking, I hate that phrase. Uh, do you know what he? Uh, I don't know whether he was drunk, but he basically said, "Oh, I'll just tour you around where all the victims lived." <gasps> Why don't I do that? Um, oh, hiding man. in plain sight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, so obviously this this American guy went to the Scotland Yard, the Scotland Yard, yeah. and just basically said, "Well, this guy has just told me everything about all those murders," and so. Cream is arrested. Uh, he went to court, accused of the murders of Matilda Clover, Nellie Donworth, Alice Marsh, and Emma Shrivel, and the attempted murder of Lou Harvey. Uh, he was found guilty. How long do you think the jury debated for? Half an hour. Half an hour? Half an hour. I love the heckles that we get. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> Four weeks? 16 minutes. 16 minutes. Uh. <laughs> Five minutes. Five minutes, okay. Grace is right. Higher or lower, Grace? I don't know anything about crime stuff. Um, (laughs) All you have to say is a number, though. How juries regularly... It's either going to be like two minutes or like four weeks. Two minutes or four weeks. Guys, it was 12 minutes. Yeah. um, What did you say? I said five minutes, but I nearly said 12 minutes. So he was sentenced to death. He was hung. Any ideas on what his last... But he was also hanged. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, hello. (laughs) Don't applaud that. Um, Hannah, what century was this? (laughs) So any ideas what his last words might have been? And obviously it's a horrible case, but, I mean, I found these last words kind of funny. I... Cream me, okay, you guys. <laughs> Trying to get a tag going. I still hate women. I still hate women. Uh, come back to me. Come back to you, Grace. Oh. So, <laughs> I mean, maybe it was that. Oh, not this. Bless you. Oh. <laughs> I have a 
<laughs> Did he start to say something and then, wait, how was he executed, sorry? How, oh, he, he was hanged. Oh, he was hanged. <laughs> was he just that it was a joke man. about this already. <laughs> I know, it's great, I'm amazing. Um, I'm such a legend in my own time. Did he go to say something, but then like he got choked in the middle, so he was like, I just want to say... Oh. <laughs> do you know what? That? That it was so you, good. Do you know what? I would say Taylor is the closest, because apparently he went, I am Jack the... <laughs> oh, that is so apparently. I'm not even having that on Jack's name. That is so apparently... <laughs> Do you know but what? we don't know Jack the what? Jack the lad? Yeah, he could have been Jumping Jack. That Jack the knife? No, do you remember the other Jack? The Jumping Jack. <laughs> the jumping Mac, Jack as well. It? What's he called? Jack. Springfield Jack, thank you. Do you know what? Apparently Not Spring Springfield. Springfield. <laughs> Spring So, um... It yeah. could have been that Jack, sorry. It could have been that Jack. Also, like, people have looked into this, of course, because they're kind of it like... It doesn't tally, unless he had a double in prison. I love that he tried to do a deathbed confession, or whatever, like a death hang confession, confession. And, he, and they just cut him. Yeah, I just don't believe Jack would have actually done that. <laughs> That's why like I don't buy it. Like, Grace is not having this on Jack. <laughs> no, um, no, for sure. Well, of course, Jack the Ripper was never caught, but this guy was caught. So this is the end of our story. Thank so um, here's the fact that Dr. Cream was caught. Cheers. Yay. <laughs> Hooray. Now, before we end the show, uh, ladies and gentlemen. slow, painful justice. Has <laughs> anyone in the audience got a crime they'd like to come up on stage? Sh I mean, um, this woman Whoa. has stood up. Come on. Oh come on yes. down. Come on no down. No one has ever put up both arms. <laughs> I, I think you're about I to go. I got one, I got one, I got one. Come You've on, been handed a mic. Hi. Hey. Hey. Woo. Hello. Hello. If you oh, stand you over there or over there. already. What's your name? I'm Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. I'm a short time listener, but I've been obsessed with you guys ever since I started listening. Oh, thank you for listening. I up love to, your. Sorry, no, I was just up to now. We've just been calling her the plant, so this is great. <laughs> no, thank you. That's Little enough. plant, I promise. <laughs> Um, so basically, um, I work in a very boring office, but I've had my lunch stolen. <gasps> Motherfucker. So the, um, the situation is, um, I had a tuna sandwich wrapped nice. in tinfoil. Taboo. In <laughs> you don't like tuna sandwiches? <laughs> There's a huge stigma I, I, around well, that, Rebecca. I, I did, okay. This was about a while, this was a while I'm ago. I'm a fan of tuna sandwiches. Oh, really? In public. <laughs> yes. God, you're such a mean girl. <laughs> Do you know what's mean? Having a tuna sandwich in public. <laughs> wow. So, I think... Sorry, it's not on you, it's on no, tuna. No, I okay. feel what like about I, in a lunchroom when people are having lunch? Rebecca... Yeah, it's a hate crime. She's wow. blaming the victim and don't let her. Do, yes, do you know what? I feel like it. the tuna might be part of she it. She used to have a wart on her nose. No, She's I got stuff on. I did not have a wart on my nose. <laughs> don't you, right don't you wish you did, girl. <laughs> don't you wish you did. Anyway, my I've tuna had sandwich... Words. <laughs> Was yes. wrapped in tinfoil. Uh, yes. yes. And then left in like a clip lock box. You know, okay. Tupperware yep, kind yep, of situation. Yep. So at lunch, I went to go and eat my sandwich. So the Tupperware box was there and the tinfoil was there, but oh, not the sandwich. No. So where is my oh, sandwich? Wow. I'm going to just bring God into this and say that he was just opposed to your decision. <laughs> so, you're, so you're saying divine retribution? <laughs> 
to leave the tinfoil, I mean, that is that is really passive. Yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. Cold. Know, right? Yeah. Because if I stole a tuna sandwich, and I don't mind saying, Grace, and I'm sorry, because it's okay that we disagree, I would. Yeah, I sure. love tuna sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. I think they're great in your house. A tuna sandwich in your house. Do what you want in your don't house. Don't put sweet corn in there. It didn't smell. It did not smell. Like Have you got COVID? It's Get out. This was pre-COVID. Right? You take the Tupperware, so it's like, oh, it just disappeared. So if they you left don't the, leave it. If they left the Tupperware, I would, like, understand. But they left the tin foil. The tin yeah, foil is in there. But that also means they ate it there and then. <laughs> vegan. Vegan. Do you a vegan in protest. A militant vegan. Do you have any enemies at work? Yes. Has I mean, anything like this happened at any other time? My other half works with me. Oh! <laughs> it's always, always look at the partner. Oh, yeah. yeah. Also, can we just abolish the phrase other half? Thank you. <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry, the guy that sorry. I fuck. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I feel like you solved this in the first sentence, which was, I work in a boring office. Well... Yeah. <laughs> I just, I mean, I've listened to other listener crimes. I just thought that this might be an interesting one. No, it is. No, no, no. I'm saying. It's a great one. No, the crime is great. Please don't. Don't apologize for your crime. Yeah. Don't diminish your victimhood. It's not a big big crime, but I feel like the situation is a big crime. It's a theft. It is theft. It's odd. It's good. But also, they're laughing at you by leaving the tinfoil. Yeah, like, they are literally yeah. being like, ha, 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 That's an statement. Does your partner like tuna? He, oh my God, it's his favorite order from Subway. There you go. <laughs> oh, mate, I'm sorry that Did, we... Wait, wait, what was your partner's lunch that day? Did he make his own? Did he forget? Was he, he like... He tends to buy lunch while he's out. Right. Uh-huh. This is going to end up on him, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, nine times out of ten, it is the partner. He left you the foil. No, you know what it always is. All this time. Uh, um, Do you live together? Did you ask him? Does he make you tidy up a lot? Like, would he maybe... (laughs) Like, does he leave wrappers around and you're like, stop? Well, there you go. Oh, Oh, my God, it's Dr. Cream. (laughs) (laughs) We've solved a listener crime and ruined a relationship. So I'm sorry. But here, this is for you for coming up and sharing. Rebecca! Thanks, Rebecca. And don't, don't share it with your partner because yeah, no, he owes no. you a sandwich. He's abroad He's abroad, doesn't know she's here. Just putting that in for the podcast listeners. Thank you so much. Give her a big hand. Thanks, Rebecca. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've just got enough time to say, Grace, tell us what you're up to. What, what are you doing? What do you want to <laughs> My name is Grace Campbell. <laughs> So I wrote a book. Huh? I did. Were we at uni together? Oh, in the France one. Were we there at the same time? Should we leave? Yeah, that's where I was. That is where I was. You can do this later. What's your book called? My book is called Amazing Disgrace, and it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. (laughs) And then you should come and see me do stand-up. I do a show at the Bush Hall every month. Thank you. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and Facebook and Instagram. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. At Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then write it in a review and we'll solve it. Thank you to Acast and thank you for listening.